Welcome to J House Radio, episode 24. It's your most fabulous K to the J. And you're amazing, the one and only Los in the house. How's it going, Los? Aloha, people. Aloha, aloha. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, and 24 is my favorite number. 24. Oh, really? It is, honestly. Honestly, my favorite number. Did you win like a lottery or something from that, or is it just like your overall? No, I was favorite? I was born on the twenty fourth. So. Oh, nice, nice, awesome. I was cool. like, that's a good number to be your favorite. Number. <laughs> I'm just gonna pick that number. Why not? Yeah, not quite a quarter, but what the hell? So, dude, how are you surviving this heat wave on the East Coast right now? It's freaking insane, um, man. It was so bad they sent us home early from work. Really? Yeah. See, I work in an air conditioned building, mm-hmm. but. Many of my coworkers don't work in an air conditioned building. You know? Oh wow! So they were like, because of them, they called half a day, and they might call half a day for this whole week. Wow! Yeah, it was uh, it was insane. I woke up today. Uh, what's going on, Lion? Uh, I woke up today around like six, seven, th- uh, like around six, six thirty in the morning, and it was already almost eighty degrees. I was like it what's happening right now like it was insane how hot it was so early in the morning it was, it was we crazy. i had to literally hose down my backyard twice put bowls of ice water outside for my dogs because wow. it was so hot they couldn't they couldn't touch the the backyard that's my backyard's insane. all blacktop yeah yeah so they couldn't touch it i had to hose it down twice that's freaking insane dude like it's it's like it's it's illegal to be that hot outside right now <laughs> seriously all right, so Los, let's jump into our PWL, man. I'm going to let you start off. Um, or actually, you know what? Since we're doing things different today, should we even do a PWL? Since we're kind of talking about... Because we're, we're kind of already talking about our favorite content from the year as far as gaming or film or television. Um, see, the thing is, for gaming, for me, it's real simple. It's only two things. Animal Crossing, because it ate up a lot of time. Okay. Um, and, and not that I'm bored with it, but I'm just not as enthusiastic about it. Yeah, as I was before. I feel you. Uh, it just took too long to get to get somewhere with it, and I'm like, eh, I really could care less about my avatar. Uh, and I'm playing Assassin's Creed Chronicles. My girlfriend just surprised me with it, and and I'm playing it. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'm stuck in the India part. <sighs> so frustrating. I haven't I haven't, uh, I haven't played an Assassin's Creed game in a long time. I'll lend it to you once it's done. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so what are you playing? Um, what am I playing? Uh, I just beat The Last of Us Part 2, which I'm going to be talking about in my conversation for games that I played this year. Um, I just finished The Last of Us 2. Um, awesome game. Um, what I'm playing through right now, uh, I don't know what I'm going to play through next. But yeah, I pretty much just been playing The Last of Us Part 2 for like the past few weeks. I've been trying to finish that game, basically trying to 100% it as much as I can. Um, I might jump into Ghost of Tsushima, which just came out. Um, it's kind of like a, stealth. That's a samurai game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might jump into that. I don't know if I want to jump into another open world game yet. I might just try to play something a little more low key, a little more relaxed because Last of Us 2 is really intense. It's really intense. Outside of that, what I've been watching, um, I actually binged Servants on Apple Plus. You recommended it to me. Um, yes. Man, that show was so freaking good, man. It was so freaking good. Uh, I'm going to read the uh, summary on IMDb of Servant. Uh, Philadelphia couple is mourning after an unspeakable tragedy creates a rift in their marriage and opens the door for mysterious force to enter their home. Um, without giving away... Um, I've, I've done voiceover work before. Oh, just kidding. Um, without giving away too much, um, it's a very dark, weird mysterious show about a woman who loses her baby and just strange things happen in the house ever since she gets like a uh, nanny or something like that which like a nanny a babysitter or something like that um this show literally had me on like the edge of my like on the edge of my seat because i'm just like every second i was just like what's gonna happen next what's gonna happen next um i thought it was a great show i was a little skeptical about it at first i'm not gonna lie but um it was actually pretty freaking good it was it was it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, what did you think of it, Lois? Didn't you didn't you watch the whole thing or no? See, I did the mistake of uh, promising my girlfriend we'd watch it together. Uh huh. 
and halfway through, like I think we got up to episode four or five. Okay. And then um, she just stopped watching it, and I'm like, baby, I want to finish watching. It. She's like, no, I don't. It's now, it's so good. I stuck halfway through, and I'm thinking I just might take her iPad and watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is the trailer. Um, it was so good. It was, and and one thing I'm noticing about Apple. Apple TV uh, shows and their movies, they're such high quality, like film. It really is. And this show pretty much, you know, like delivered on that. Um, the woman that plays the babysitter slash nanny is she's so freaking weird. She's so weird. But she she really adds to the show. You know, she really does. And she's um, creepy. Yeah, she's very creepy. Like there's some things that she does in the show that will literally make your jaw drop and be like, what is happening right now? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I thought it was a good show, though. Um, I The way it ended, I was suspecting a little more. I didn't really like how it ended. Uh, I feel like it kind of left me, like, almost as if, like, it's hyping you up for something to happen, and then it just stops, like, in the middle of it. I'm like, wait, that's it? You know what I mean? So It's like Shyamalan. That's why. And, and honestly, we we talked about this on a previous episode before. I'm not an M Night Shyamalan fan, but this was really good. This was really good. You say that, and yet the Sixth Sense is one of your most favorite. I, I know. It's maybe I need to retract my statement. It's not that I don't like M Night Shyamalan. I just don't like some of the things that he does. You know, like some of his like when he's good, he's good. When he's bad, it's like, what are you doing? He's basically. Fucking- Terrible. He's he's terrible. He's terrible at, at times. Sounds like a long weekend for me. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely worth it's watching. Worth, you know, it, it's going to be a good weekend though. Like yeah, and just like a, as an audience member, your jaw drops. As a filmmaker watching it, you're like, this is made so good. So, yeah, seriously. From me, me and Lowe's were filmmakers, and man, some of the like some of the way. I mean, I'm saying that wrong. The way that some of these scenes are shot are just done in such an amazing way. I'm like, man, like it, it's so artistic. I, yes. I, I freaking love it, man. It's so artistic. And I, I kind of wish that um, Apple TV had more shows like this. Uh, I mean, they do have a nice variety of shows, but man, like it was just so freaking weird, bro. Like it was such a weird show. And I was not exp- like when you explained it to me and told me to watch it. I was not expecting what I got into. I really wasn't. So no, you you like. It's sort of hard to describe, you know. Yeah. Uh, but once you're talking about creepy, done really well. The score is done really well. Like you're hooked. Like at the end of every episode, you're like, no, 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 no. What's next? What's next? What's next? And that's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly how it was. At the end of every episode, I'm like, man. I was going to, because what I, cause what it was, I knew it was only eight episodes and I was going to say, I don't want to watch all this at one time because it's so damn good. I want to take my time with it. But I was like, man, screw this. I got to, I, I got to watch the next episode now. Los, do you have a, do you have a random fact for today? My random fact is I'm unprepared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. If you don't have one, I'll start with mine. Um, well, the only random fact, I don't remember the year. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go look for it. All right. So while you go look, ahead. while you look for yours, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up mine, and this is, comes from FactsD.com. Uh, children have more taste buds than adults. I can see that. I believe that. I can see that. Like I, I, I noticed that. Like, cause like, just think about it. Like for example, me when I was a kid, my mom used to make me eat clam chowder. I don't know why she made me eat clam chowder, but she used to make me do it. And I freaking hated it. I thought it was the most disgusting thing on the face of this planet. And oh, I would, what is it? Uh, clam chowder. Ugh. Yeah, she made me eat clam chowder as a kid, and I literally thought it was it was the most disgusting thing on the planet. Now that I'm older, I love clam chowder. So I'm oh, guessing I, I freaking I love especially New England clam chowder. Oh, Ugh. it's heaven in your mouth. Um, nah, nah, heaven in your mouth is steak. A medium rare steak with some clam chowder on the side. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. 
Um, clam chowder to me looks like a yeast infection. I'm sorry. Oh my god, Lois, come on, don't destroy clam chowder for me, man. All right, I'm, I'm just, just gonna retract. It. I'm gonna erase that comment from this episode. We're gonna act like you never said oh, that. Look, if you like the yeast infections, I'm gonna lie to judge. <laughs> Uh, Lion has a random fact in chat uh, for our, our uh, audio listeners. I have a random fact for my online date. Actually, if a person weighs over 25 stone, I guess. A stone is roughly 14 pounds. Okay, 25 stone and they need an MRI scan. They have to go to a local zoo to be scanned in an elephant scanner? Yes. Wow. Yes. Really? There was an episode, yeah, there was an episode of Scrubs. Uh, I don't know if you remember that TV show where they had to yes. bring uh, a patient to the zoo to get scanned. Holy crap. That's. Yeah. That is a really interesting fact. I never knew that. If you do, you got to watch the Fantastic Beast movie series as well for if you're going to watch a Harry Potter. Yeah, I actually right. do. I actually do plan on watching the uh, Fantastic Beast, actually. All right. Let's I've go never ahead. even heard of it. I never even heard of it. It's a spinoff of the Harry Potter series that came out a few years ago. Ah, okay. Yeah. So. The first person of a photograph happened in 1838, and it was an accident. Uh, back then, uh, you used to set up your camera, okay. take off the lens, and do uh, anywhere from a 30-second to a two-minute exposure, and then put your lens cap back on, and then develop your glass negative. Well, uh, this happened in France. Uh, in Paris, to be exact, and the only reason why this person was being was able to be captured in a photograph, and it's from, a, and the photographs from a window, okay. is because he was getting his shoes signed, shoes uh, shined, and he had to sit still to get his shoes shined. Wow. Yeah, I remember this from from college, and I was like, oh, I remember that photo. So yes, first picture uh, from eighteen thirty eight. I feel like you guys, uh, I feel like these random facts from chat and yours are like a lot better than mine. You guys just stomped on my random fact, like screw your taste buds, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, but think about it. It makes sense um, why little babies want to taste everything because they have all these taste buds and that's how they experience the world. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. All right, guys, let's jump into our news topics. Wait, wait. I, I thought we were going to go into... Uh, are we still doing the playing, watching, listening, or? Oh, I thought we did that already. Did I did. You? Oh, wait, did you? Because I know you said you were playing something. Did yeah, the Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, oh, Animal you didn't Croc. do. Your, oh, you didn't do your watching, listening. Okay, my bad. Uh, my bad. Revert that chat. Revert that. Okay, listening is. Um, I just been going on Mixcloud a lot and listening to different DJs. Okay. So it's not one thing in particular. It's just house music in general by different DJs. Okay. Um, and watching is kind of uh, weird because I'm just kind of re-watching a lot of old stuff. I find you myself know? being in that phase sometimes too, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But my number one thing when we get to that part is uh, is a show that I really like. I've rewatched like twice already because it keeps getting better. Okay. But we'll get to that. <laughs> I know. I feel like we might as well just get straight to the uh, content of the year so far. Um, but um, before we do that, I do have one news topic that I really just kind of want to get your opinion on. Um, Shoot. And it is Josh Whedon, um, known for Resident Evil, known for... Wait, is it Resident Evil? Yeah, Resident Evil. Um, he's also known for the recent Justice League film. Um, apparently, the Marvel movies. Marvel movies, the Vampire Slayer, yes, Firefly, Dollhouse. I think he's also responsible for True Calling. Do you uh, actually? I have another random fact since we're talking about Josh Whedon. Do you know that um, Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, Josh Whedon, was really upset to the point of kicking or killing off Spike from the show because Spike became a fan favorite and a love interest on the show. Like he was upset because he said vampires are not supposed to be loved. They're not supposed to be emotional, all the stuff like that. And people loved Spike and he wanted to kick Spike off the show because he didn't want that for his character. He was he was he was really pissed off about it. I never liked the Buffy TV series. I freaking love Buffy. I Buffy the Vampire Series is one of my favorite. I watched like. I watched two or three episodes with Faith. Is that the name of the other Vampire Slayer? 
Faith. No, uh, yeah, yeah, Faith, yeah. Yeah, and I liked her better than I liked Buffy. I liked Faith. And when she left the show, I was like, I'm like, yeah, I have no reason to watch this. I felt like at a certain point, Buffy became a side character and all the other characters around her became more important. Like, I feel like Angel became the front runner of that show. I feel like Spike became like, I feel like the people around her after a certain point made that show what it was. And if they weren't there, Buffy would have ended seasons before it ended. That's my opinion. I love Buffy. I thought it was an amazing show. I, I loved it. Angel got in, Angel got in his own. Yeah. Angel did get his own series, but I didn't like his own series. Uh, says mage from chat. Um, by the way, line in chat. Didn't also, that series get canceled prematurely too? Uh, Angel. Angel. I've actually never finished Angel. Uh, it is on Hulu, and I do plan on going back to trying to watch it and try to finish it. Uh, but I'm not 100 percent sure. I mean, I watched a few episodes of it, and I'm still in season one. I'm maybe the end of season one, and it's not as good as uh, Buffy. It, it's just not. I just don't feel. I don't know if it's that Angel character can't carry a show by itself, or maybe it's the writing. But it's just not an interesting show, which is him by itself. It's not. I feel like the uh, chemistry between Buffy and Angel uh, really, once again, going back to saying the people around her made that show what it is. The chemistry between Buffy and Angel made that show so epic. It made it so good. And like I said, if she didn't have Angel, if she didn't have Spike, if she didn't have Faith, I don't know if that show would have been what it was, to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I never liked Buffy. Like, my girl watches Bones. And she's like, you know, the show Bones, I'm, you know, she literally has to tell me, you know, the guy Angel, he's on it. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that dude, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even watch Bones. That doesn't even look interesting to me. Yeah, I, I'm not interested in that either. Um, but yeah, so um, a lot of actors and actresses from Josh Whedon's previous films, including uh, Justice League, uh, the, the, the guy that plays Cyborg, I can't think of his name at the moment, but he, he and other actors have came out saying that Josh Weeding has been unfair on on set. Many other actors have said it too. He's been uh, sexist, biased, uh, sometimes even seemed racist for some reason with some of the things that he uh, has actors do. And a lot of people have said that the environment on set with Josh Weeding just has not been a healthy environment. And this is from multiple actors and actresses. Um, but all the cast from Firefly say different. Okay. And, you know, it was, I think it was like, 10 episodes or 13 episodes, whatever it was. And they were like, he was amazing. He was this, that, and the other thing. He was so supportive, blah, 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 blah. So, like. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, I've never worked with Josh Wheaton before. I've never been on any of his films, so I can't speak to it. I just find it really random how everybody's coming out now about it. You know, um, it's not like they're coming out about, like, a sexual allegation or him you know, uh, coming on to a woman, you know, I just, I'm surprised that something like this just wasn't brought up a long time ago. I feel like we're all stuck in this Me Too movement, and I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say yay or nay to it. Uh, it sucks if he is that way. I mean, I've seen some behind-the-scenes stuff before, and I just never thought that he was that kind of person. Um, yeah, me neither. To me, he's never come across or presented himself as being that. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I do think that Cyborg got the short end of the stick in Justice League. Like, Why I was looking that? forward to seeing... Because he didn't have enough screen time. Well, like you said before, also, we the film did have two different directors at a certain point. So, um, and yeah, but, I, I agree, but I did want to see is, more Cyborg. Like, I kind of felt like like Batman taking a little bit of a backseat was cool because he had, he had another movie. That was fine. Yeah. But I just kind of felt like Cyborg... Uh, is the reason a lot of the, the, the movie made progress, the reason why he pushed forward, like he discovered things, he found things out. I never felt like he got enough screen time. Yeah. And um, I always thought it was because uh, he doesn't really get that much um, attention in Justice League, but you know, this John Wheaton, Wheaton stuff makes me wonder if it was because he's the only character of color. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it sucks because yeah, I, I did want to see more from Cyborg as well. Um, I don't know, man. I, 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 just, I hope that's not the case because this could really affect his career in a majorly negative way. If, if that, if that is the case, if that is what happened. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's, it, it sucks, man. It, it, it yeah. But he's sucks. also, 
isn't he running Marvel essentially? Um. I'm not sure if he's... No, I'm Feige. Feige's running Marvel. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, 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 Feige. Okay. I got them confused. Forgive me. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it, it sucks. It, it sucks. I mean, uh, hopefully that, hopefully that's not the case because I would hate to see him out of a job because if that is the case, it's going to start making people and studios look at him sideways and say, do we really want this guy you know, in charge of a set because of what's happening? Do we really want that negative energy in our company? So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, all right, chat. So we're going to jump into our content of the year so far. So what me and Los did last year at the end of the year, we gave our views on our favorite game of the year, our favorite film of the year, TV show, things like that. So we're like pretty much a little bit past the halfway mark of this year. 2020 has been in one hell of a year. So we just kind of want to talk about our favorite content from this year, whether it's, like I said, gaming, TV, film, anything like that. Even if it's not like film of the year or game of the year, just something from this year that has really like hit you hard basically um if you want los uh, i'll let you go first let you want me to go first um, um you go first because i went first last time all right cool um so i'm gonna start with my game of the year this this is gonna be my game of the year last of us part two um just like i mentioned earlier i just recently finished it um, i'm gonna read the synopsis from I, imdb uh, five years after the events of Last of Us, Ellie embarks on another journey through a post-apocalyptic America on a mission of vengeance against a mysterious militia. Um, I've said this before to a few people that I feel like, like I played a lot of games basically, and The Last of Us Part Two is literally one of the most intense games that I've ever played ever. Basically, um, this game got a lot of um, backlash. A lot of people weren't really, uh, they weren't really happy with the ending. They weren't really happy with certain gameplay elements and things like that. It even got to I the point. Hmm? Wasn't one of the characters turned out to be gay or something and the people like complained about that? Uh, the main character is gay. Um, and I know people were kind of complaining about that at first. Um, but people went on social media and they started um, sending threats to the actors of the game the uh you know like the director of the game like some people who work at the studio sitting threats to them because they didn't like the game like threatening threatening their, their their family and things like that um and i just thought that i just don't think that's right i mean if you don't like content you don't like you don't like content you don't have to threaten somebody basically but other than you that don't like it don't buy it yeah don't buy it don't play it i mean i know you probably spent 60 dollars on it already but hey sell it back but either way the gameplay was great. Uh, the uh, story was amazing. The game went a little long. I think it's about maybe 30 hours in. But yeah, like I said, this is literally one of the most intense games I've ever played. This is a game you don't play. This is a game you experience. And it literally feels like you're playing a film. Like that's what this felt like. And I think a lot of people went into this just expecting it to be a video game. But like um the uh, naughty dog studio when they make games like this they pretty much make an interactive film and that's basically what this felt like um this to me is my game of the year i think it will win game of the year they still have a lot of stiff competition with uh ghost of tsushima we still have cyberpunk we still have a lot of great games coming out this year assassin's creed but i think this game should at least be nominated for game of the year in my opinion um so yeah that's my favorite and, game of, the, of this year. And for me, it, I go the opposite direction. Uh, a, a game that's kind of childish. For me, it's Animal Crossing. And I will tell you why. It's not the gameplay. It's not the graphics. It's not anything like that. It's a simple fact that this game helped so many people with the COVID bullshit. Um, because um, you got sort of drowned in that world and had a chance to escape reality. Yeah. Or the fact that you can't do anything, you can't go anywhere. So for me, game of the year would be Animal Crossing for that. And only for that. Yeah. I feel you. So I mean, so do you think that because of COVID that that's why you're considered for game of the year? Like like I mean, all right, let me rephrase that question. So if this game came out in COVID If there was and- no COVID, if there was no COVID, I would not nominate this game. Period. Hmm. It, it was uh, because of COVID it was a good escape for a lot of people and it kept a lot of people sane Yeah, that's the only reason I would nominate this game for uh, game of the year so far 
that reason and that reason only. I feel like a lot of people have been saying that too, that because of COVID, that they, and, and like, I mean, yeah, it's like the, the, the gameplay is, is, for some people, they say that it's great and the game in general is a good game, but they felt like everything around it was it, it almost made the game what it is you know like as far as like yeah. everything that's been happening in america with covid with you know black lives matter just just everything that's been happening this year this has been a shitty year and to have a game that is colorful as it is and just like a good distraction you know um a lot of people think that that's why they think it should actually win this year i mean a lot of people yeah. think it should be nominated at least um I don't know. I mean, I, I've never, I've never played Animal Crossing. I mean, I would like to try it out, you know. But like, I feel like everybody's playing this game now. Like all, like um, celebrities are playing it now. Actors, everybody's playing this game now. So I figured, like, hell, well. I, I actually got to play with uh, Machete for like thirty what? minutes. Wait, he how do you? On, how do you know? He posted on Twitter. Okay, uh, anybody want to play Animal Crossing with me? And he put up his friend code. You know what? Really? You know, anyone want to play Animal Crossing with me? Uh, hit me up or something like that, and then you got I got his friend code and I played with him for like thirty minutes. Wow! Like the, like the chillest guy. Really? Yeah, yeah, dude, for thirty minutes, and then and then, I, then I had to go, and I was like, "Yo, later, dude." Awesome, awesome. Um, all right, so I'm gonna also jump into. This is not my film of the year, but it's a film that I watched this year that I had the most fun with, and that's Harley Quinn. Um, I was gonna say the same thing really yes i was gonna say the same exact thing oh wow okay i want to hear your take on it first i want to hear your take on it just to see if um, you i thought it was stupid i thought it was nothing like the real harley quinn um, What? really but it was fun but it was funny and i kind of enjoyed the funniness and the stupidness and the moments when or harley quinn goes you know like she psychoanalyzes people yeah yeah you know, like she's like in the whole dippy voice and all of a sudden she comes out very professional and goes back to dippiness yeah i just thought it was you know um i don't like the actress who plays harley quinn i don't think wow. she uh, i just don't think she embodies it right you know she's got the voice pretty good but i think that's pretty much it yeah i mean uh, i i love the film um obviously i'm a big dc guy um, I don't know, like, I know enough about Harley Quinn to know enough about Harley Quinn. Um, I think the actress who plays Harley Quinn, in my opinion, I think she does a good job. Uh, I, I think the voice for what it is, her voice is fine. I, I just I just think she killed the role. To me, uh, the choreography in this film was surprisingly good. Uh, it was, like, it, it was really good. Some of the choreography that she pulled off that, you know, that... And that some of her um, cohorts pulled off. Uh, the woman that played uh, what is the one wor- what is the one girl with the born arrow? What is her name? I forgot oh, her name. Um, damn, it's Batman star. Um, Jeez, I can't think Huntress. of it. Huntress, the uh, actress that played Huntress. I loved her character in the film. She was she was hilarious. She was awkward, and I think it really fit her role. Like I, I think everybody did a good job in this film i even like black mask honestly um yes i think i think he was awesome i think the huntress though out of all the characters was uh margaret robbery yeah i think she i think that's the huntress yeah, margaret robbie plays um no no she plays um oh yeah she uh, plays um yeah um but yeah I, I i think the huntress is probably my favorite character in this whole film outside no, of for, for, outside. rosie perez Really? You liked Rose? I, th- I think Rosie Perez was just being Rosie Perez. She was okay. <laughs> no, I liked her because um, if you follow the comic books, she took she becomes the question. Oh yeah, really? I, I I didn't I didn't think of that. Yeah, she becomes the question, so it fit, and I liked her. Oh okay. You know? uh, do I could I watch a full movie of her? No. Yeah, I, I don't think I could watch a full movie of her. Plus, I still want to say Rosie Perez is still fucking. High. Holy shit, is she still hot? She's okay. She's all right. No. She's hot. <laughs> she's okay. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, she's not somebody high, but she's hot. I mean, I just I just thought the film was fun. I, I thought it was really fun. I was, I honestly went into it not expecting much. And I guess maybe that was a good thing, not to expect too much. Um, 
it, it, it wasn't great, but it was a fun film. So far, I think it's probably the most fun I've had watching a film this year. Um, I didn't really get a chance to watch a lot of films either, so I guess I can't really say that too much. But, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good film. I love the choreography. I love the actresses in it. Um, Black Canary was pretty good, too. Um, She's hot. Yeah, I just, I mean, honestly, I mean, would you would you see a sequel from this? Do you think this film would, could get a sequel? Probably not with Harley yeah. Quinn in it, but... Um, no, I would watch a sequel. I mean, it, it's funny. It, it, it's enjoyable. Okay. <laughs> I just don't like, um, I don't know if it's her physicality. I don't know if it's her mannerisms, but I just didn't like Margot Robbie in the role. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, like, that. her performance is decent. It's just, I just think they could have picked somebody better. Okay. Don't ask me who they could have picked. <laughs> yeah, filling that role would be pretty tough to try to find somebody else to yeah. pick that. Um, all right. So, what about so, you? Uh, do you have any other um, mid mid year content that you see, want to bring up? For me, it's all television stuff. Okay. You know, like uh, one of the ones on top of the list is is um, the Mandalorian. Yes, I forgot. That was I forgot such. that came out. Wait, did that come Series. out this year, or was that yeah. last year? That came out this yeah. year. Holy crap! Yeah. It's been one it long ass year. All right, so do you have any runner-ups? Any uh, other little side content you want to mention? You want to talk about before okay, we? For TV, there's a lot. So okay, I, I have all my tabs up. So I'm going to go through each tab here. Okay, I'm ready for uh, you. I'm ready for you. Star Trek Picard was good. Okay. It wasn't great, but it was good. Was it the Star Trek I'm used to? Absolutely not. Okay, but it, it was good enough to keep me hooked. Okay, you know, uh, and it was better than Discovery. But that's not saying much. <laughs> I still uh, I still need to watch that by the way. It's good, it's good. You know. You know, I'm not saying, you know, if there's a way that a boot and a leg can work together to help you watch it, but if you happen to find those two pieces, oh, maybe that might be the way to watch it. I would never promote a boot and a leg. This is my own leg. Um okay. and your own boot. <laughs> uh, I started watching Uploaded. Uh, okay. The I think it's a, a Hulu series. Uh, Amazon series. Amazon. Yeah. And I got halfway through and lost interest. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I heard, I heard I a lot of people one. liked it. Uh, from, from, from what I've heard, a lot of people liked it. So Maybe I just happened to hit the bad episode, and that bad episode made me not want to invest anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I watched one episode of The Tiger King, and I was like, this is too fucking weird for me. It's it's too weird for you, <laughs> bro. Oh man, it, it it was just too weird for me. Um, I heard they think about making a movie too. By the way, FYI. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> that would be. Int- uh, they already cast uh, what's his name, Nicholas Cage, to play the main part. Oh my god, why? They're trying to double down yeah. on that money, man. They're trying bro, to Nicholas down. Cage is a weirdo enough to pull off that part. Oh yeah, I believe it. I believe it. It's Nicholas Cage. And, and you know he's a Coppola too, right? He's a what? He's a Coppola, as in related to Francis Ford Coppola. Really? Nicholas Cage is a stage name. His last name is Coppola. I didn't know that. Holy yeah. crap. Interesting fact for today, chat. <laughs> uh, okay. One of the funniest series I saw, uh, but I only got to see two or three episodes because I keep forgetting about it, but it's super funny. It's Aquafina, Nora King, uh, Nora from Queens. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't got a chance so, to watch that. So funny. And my favorite part about this is, is um, they don't do stereotypes. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, it seems like everybody does nowadays. Well, you know, like uh, as the one part that is stereotypical, but it makes sense, mm-hmm. is the grandmother in the show because she's an immigrant, so she's gonna have those some of those stereotypical accents and things like that, but they play the character so differently. Okay. That, uh, that it's kind of cool. Like, you know, most people think of Asians, oh, you're a doctor, a psychiatrist, a scientist, really smart, you know, Kung Fu artist, all that stuff. And Nora is just this girl who's a bum, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, like one of these people who are just lost and trying a little bit of everything an Uber driver, uh, um, tried be doing a uh, sex camming uh web camming and all this oh other stuff God. so <laughs> it, you know it's great it's so fucking funny 
and like and her and, her and father what is this song, in the series. Uh, I saw it on YouTube Prime. Oh, but okay, it is okay. a Comedy Central series. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the father of uh, her father in the TV series was the the Asian scientist from Jurassic Park. Yeah, he's in everything. I don't know who you're talking about. He was also in uh, Gotham. He played, uh, I forgot who he played in Gotham. He was in Gotham, the uh, TV show. Oh, he played the psychiatrist, Dr. Something or Other. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel ashamed about that, but go ahead. <laughs> um, but my A number one TV series for the year has to be High Fidelity. Really? Oh my god, this fucking series is off the fucking hook. You're gonna have uh, to it, you're gonna have to message me that just so I can remember to actually watch it. Because if you're boosting you it up se- like that, have you ever seen the movie High Fidelity? Never seen it. I don't. I don't think I have. It sounds like I've heard of John it before. Cusack, High Fidelity, uh, owner of a record store. Jack oh, Black was one of his employees. I, oh, okay. I did see. I I haven't seen it in freaking years. But now that I think okay. about it, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember too much about it though. It's been so well, long. High Fidelity, they now switched a lot of the roles. Okay. So, uh, Zoe Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz' daughter, okay? Oh, I watched the trailer for this. I know exactly what you're talking about. I watched the trailer for it. I didn't watch it yet, though. Yo, it is so fucking good. It reminds me so much of, uh, as someone who's obsessed with music and, you know, and all that other stuff, I understand her addiction to music and records and all this other stuff. And that hooked me. And then all the stupid storylines and how, how dumb she is about relationships and things like that. I'm like, I was that dumb once. (laughs) I'm hooked, hooked. And her monologues to the camera, um, for me personally, feel a little familiar. So, so for all those reasons, I was hooked on High Fidelity. I've seen the series three times, and each and every time it keeps getting better. How many episodes is it per, um, I mean, well, in the, in the uh, season? Uh, hold on, I'll tell you right now. Uh, ten. Ten, okay. Yeah, just like, I, I, I do remember, I, I might have been on YouTube when I watched the commercial, but I do remember running across the uh, commercial, and I was like, this looks interesting. And I didn't, I didn't put two and two together that it was just a spinoff show of the film. I didn't put two and two together at that time. But now that I know what it's coming from, what it's based off of, I'm going to have to go watch it now for sure. I gotta watch it. Yo, um, episode five literally physically hurt me emotionally. <laughs> really? Oh my god! No spoilers. Uh, went- no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, she went to uh, this lady was getting a divorce mm. and she was selling her ex-husband's record collection. Aww. It's all first pressings and things like this. That hurts. That and hurts. And Kravitz is debating whether she should buy it or not. And Aww. she wanted $20 for something like 5,000 rare records. Oh, man. That means physically that that will literally Ugh. hurt my soul that is like somebody taking my pc or my laptop and just selling it for like a dollar and saying you don't need this anymore i would cry like like i, th- I think i would literally cry <laughs> so worth a watch high fidelity i cannot recommend it enough i might i might actually i think i'm it. gonna start rewatching it again tonight after this that is how good <laughs> he said we watch it you know what before i go to bed tonight i'm gonna watch one episode just to see if i like it i'm gonna check it out you, you trust me you're gonna you're gonna hit episode two and then i'm gonna text you tomorrow like los it's three in the morning and i haven't gone to bed <laughs> and i'm still watching you fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, you bastard <laughs> i'm still watching the show oh, oh man that's hilarious that's hilarious oh um, such a good show okay for you what, um, what are you watching on TV? Um, well, I I think as far as TV, my my pick would have to uh, just be um, Servant. Basically, I already talked about it earlier. I'm not watching too many other TV shows. I feel like I'm watching more movies now. So if anything, I think my runner up would have to be, and I just got finished watching it. Would have to be Doctor Sleep. Um, 
actually let me see if I can pull up the IMD IMDB. I am not ready right now. I am not prepared. Um Doctor Sleep, it's kinda like and it's not even really a film uh from this year. It came out in November, but still I just watched it this year, so yeah, I'm gonna count it. The Shining Part Two. Yeah, um it's basically yeah, it's kinda like a sequel slash spin-off, basically. Uh and the um it says from IDMB, years later after the events of The Shining from 1980, a, non, a now adult Dan Torrance must protect a young girl with similar powers from a cult of the true not who prey on children with powers to remain immortal. Um, I thought it was a good film only because of the simple fact that it had nostalgia to it, honestly. Um, it could have been better, in my opinion, but it just I feel like it was just missing so many parts. Um, but the nostalgia factor of it, you know, seeing Dan older, uh, and just seeing him use his powers in a different way and, and things like that. And just seeing how some of the events from the first film tie into this film. I think wait, that was, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but so Dan is the little kid. Yes. From the shining. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're from the original film. Uh, that's Dan. He's older now. Um, and I, I just feel like when it was certain parts of the film, when they were looking back to, you know, to the previous film and how that ties into the current film, I feel like that was like the best part of this film. Basically, outside of that, it was it was a little dry, but uh, I think this would be like my runner up of, a, you know, of a decent film that I've watched recently. Um, it was OK. I mean, it could have been better. I feel like the actress who plays the the, um, the little girl with the powers in this film. Uh, her acting was a little dry. It, it it wasn't really up to par as I would have thought, especially with the kind of role that she had. Um, right. But it was a pretty good film as far as like a horror film, kind of a uh, suspense film. I, I think it was probably one of the best ones I've seen recently. So there hasn't really been that many good horror films this year. Honestly, I don't think we really had many horror films this year at, at all. I don't think we did, did we? We haven't had many films this year. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I'm a really big fan of the original. Um, a lot of people probably didn't really like the original. I thought it was one of the, one of my best horror films of all time. So it was pretty good to see a different take on this uh, franchise and on this world, basically. So um, that's my runner up, basically. Um, side note, uh, what's his name? The main actor in this movie? Um... I will pull it up for you right now. Uh, Ewan, Mc, Ewan, Ewan, Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, Ewan McGregor. Here's, your, here's a movie recommendation for everybody. If you ever get a chance, look at one of the first films. I think it actually might be his first film. Was uh, a film done either in Scotland or the UK called Shallow Grave. Okay. It is an absolutely great movie. It starts out one place and ends somewhere totally different. Really? Yes. Okay. Shallow grave. You have to watch it. You're gonna have to message me these. Uh, <laughs> I need to watch Shallow Grave and what's the other one? The uh, shallow. Um, oh, High Fidelity. Shallow Grave and High Fidelity. Okay. Yes. All right. I need to check that out after the show. Um. All right, awesome. So, any recommendations, Los, before we get out of here today? I guess uh, we pretty much shallow, went through all of our recommendations. I guess we don't really have to do recommendations, uh, honestly. Well, Shallow Grave actually would be my recommendation. It was done in 1987. That's how old it is. Okay. Um, but it is so good. 1987. It is so good. I, I yes. actually, I, I like, I like watching older films just because I like to see how they did editing or certain shots and like things like that you know I, I just like to see how films were pretty much put together during that time compared to how they are now so it's always kind of nice going back to watch older films you um, know from time to time see the thing I, I i miss most about doing movies on film was um how how far you used to think it advanced you know yeah and you couldn't like blow through you know, this SD card and that SD card and drop it on a hard drive and we watch it. Yeah. Like you really had to trust your cinematographer. You really had to trust your director. You really had to trust all your lighting people. Um, and you, your thought process was different. You know, like when you guys were in the studio, uh, remember we were working on your short film? Yeah. Uh, 
how you're like, oh, let's try it this way. 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 Because you you had the ability to just rewind, play it back, look at it and go, oh, okay, this is what I want. Yeah. Um, and then when you asked me for advice, I said, okay, try this, try this, try this, try this. Look at this. I remember the hallway scene where you had me carrying uh, oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and, <laughs> and the way I lit it and you're like, you're not going to see anything. I'm like, trust me. Trust me. The, uh, you know, the difference in lighting is this many F-stops and blah, 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 blah. And then you saw a shot and you were like, oh, shit. If um, I if if I had my film pulled up right now, uh, I would play it for anybody who's watching us live. But I don't think I have it downloaded anywhere. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to play that on like a next episode, you know, for everybody. Yeah, yeah. I really wish we had a chance to really work on like shooting some kind of film this year because I know we talked about doing it, but obviously COVID just like messed everything up this year. So yeah. Uh, what I really want to do is I want to do my Lady Killer series. Remember that? Yeah, I was I was actually thinking about that like uh, recently because uh, I, I know you said you wanted to like do some kind of show on that or maybe do something kind of in reference to your books or something. I think you said something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe I'm bugging. Um, Eight Tales. Yeah, Eight yeah, Tales. yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I did want to shoot uh, The Incredible True Tales of Falling in Love in America as a web series. Yeah, yeah. We had long conversations about that and I, it's, it sucks that we can't work on that stuff right now, man. So uh, just to give people a little idea about Lady Killer, Lady Killer is about an FBI agent who's going to be played by KJ, who is tracking a female assassin. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was meant to be um, a trilogy. Um, First part, she gets away. Second party comes close. Third part, there's a standoff and you don't know who survives. (laughs) Did we ever figure out who was going to play the uh, like like the actual like one like the, the actual woman that I'm um, surveillancing, basically. Did we figure that out? The no? lady killer. Yeah. He was gonna play it. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay. Remember, that's why we called it lady killer. Lady killer. Yeah, I, I completely forgot about that. Okay. Now the reason why we called her lady is because her real name is Oxali, mm-hmm. and uh, no one liked to call her Oxali. Everyone just called her lady. So. I don't think I ever remember her real name. I don't think I ever do. <laughs> In for reference, yeah, I, guys, we're, we're talking about somebody that we used to work with at our studio. She was a model um, yeah. at the studio. So, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely do a uh, throwback for some uh, like great or like, I think we should literally just do an episode just looking back at like great or stuff. I think that'll be dope. I think that's because I, I know we always talk about great door on the podcast and a lot of people don't have reference. Like, what is great or what are you guys talking about? So I feel like we should have a great or studios episode. Honestly, um, yeah, we, I, I got to find the footage from Fashion Week mm-hmm. in Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to find um, going down memory I, lane. Yeah. Mage says music chat. videos and things like that. Uh, all the photos uh, behind the scenes photos. Uh, we worked on a pilot for a TV show called Hood Pranks. Oh, uh, Hood did, Pranks. Oh, my God. I remember that. Oh, man. And Fern was in one uh, episode, wasn't he? Or like, I think multiple episodes, wasn't he? Fern became one of the cast members. Oh, of yeah. Things because we were short on somebody and then we used him. Yeah. Um, and then the producer of the show liked him so much, he made him a cast member. Yo. So, yeah. We're, and, and we're definitely doing this. Oh, I remember, I remember I made some background music to it and they could well, the pilot we made was uh, we made a pilot and one episode. Okay. So we did two episodes of the show in total. Um, he had actually been trying to get that show made for years and years and years and years. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think the pilot that we made was his fourth or fifth pilot. Um, hmm. And he couldn't get any hype on it. Okay. But then um, I changed the whole formula of the way it was cut, the way it was edited, the way it was hosted. Yeah. And we even made a trailer for it to sell it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember that that trailer got him a lot of funding and he used it for years. And he recently got enough funding to make Hood Pranks the movie. He made Which a went movie? nowhere. Really? Yeah, it went, it went absolutely nowhere. But um, he did it. You know, we 10 have... years after the fact, he did it. 
That's I didn't I didn't know that actually I, I didn't know that it got yeah. that far. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. But yeah, we're gonna definitely hopefully next episode try to see if we can plan like a going down memory lane of Great of Great Oil Studios episode. I think that'll be fun. Um, we'll, we'll we'll definitely talk about it off stream. Um, other than that, um, I'm going to leave my recommendation i'm just going to do a quick recommendation apple tv plus check it out guys uh just like i said earlier i was watching servant on air apple tv plus uh came out back in what i think uh, fall of last year basically yeah. uh they have some good right. yeah it has a good quality shows on there man and they're, they're the actress on a lot of these shows top tier a-list actors man great shows check it out apple tv plus if they can get a year on it for like um I forgot how much it is for a year, but I think if you have like Verizon, you can get like a year free or um, I think with Sprint, probably something like that. Probably. Um, but yeah, check it out. Um, other than that, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Make sure you guys, if you are on YouTube, uh, subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing. If you love the show, if you hate the show. Um, if you wish you were there at Great Door Studio with us. <laughs> Uh, for my audio listeners, uh, check out the show live on twitch.tv forward slash K, the number two, T-H-A-J. Uh, you can catch us live on Twitch there. And uh, yeah, that's going to be it. You got anything else you want to say to the people else before we get out of here? Uh, Besides no, peace just... and chicken grease? <laughs> bless you, bless you. Sorry. One more, one more. One more. There we go. Uh, <laughs> yeah guys just let us know what you like what you don't like about the show let us know if there's anything you want to hear you want to hear us talk about um if you want to hear funny stories about um some of the crazy women we know some of the crazy locations we've done um and just um all that let us know all and right. as always don't forget to um you know like comment and subscribe on our youtube page and uh if you have a chance come support us on patreon and wear your mask, please. Wear your mask. Oh, yeah. Please wear your mask. Don't be a Karen. <laughs> All right, guys. I will catch you later. Peace and chicken grease. Have a great night. Or morning. Better wherever you are. Okay.